Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. This week's guest is a Canadian artist on the rise who recently won hearts on CTV's show, The Launch. I actually interviewed her for eTalk, but after hanging out with her and talking to her, I knew I needed to have her on the Healthiest Hot podcast. So she's a 22-year-old Ottawa native, and she's recently worked with Nile Rogers and BB Rexa while she was on The Launch. But more than this, yeah, she's got a killer voice. Yeah, she's beautiful. But she has a huge heart, and she has a desire to be open about her anxiety so that others don't feel alone or ashamed of their mental health, which is so important. Above and beyond all this, pretty cool, she shared the stage with Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. You better believe we talk about that. Okay, this week on the Healthiest Hot Podcast, Chloe Wilde and Michelle Tracy. I've seen you three times in the past three days, yeah. and the cat's out of the bag now. Yes. I've got Michelle Tracy in front of me. Woo-hoo. You've officially been launched. Yes. CTV show launch. But the reason why I was so <laughs> down to have you on the podcast, because obviously I didn't know you, didn't know your story before a couple days ago, is just how brave and open you are and unapologetically yourself. Like, you just seem so sure of who you are in this moment. Thank you. And... I think that we need more women like that and more women's stories. And especially the fact that it's International Women's Day. Yes. I hit you up, slid into your DMs, and was like, hey, I know I interviewed you for a big (laughs) show like eTalk and the launch, but I've got this little little project I'm working on, a.k.a. the Healthiest Hot Podcast, and really wanted you on. The fact that you're here. Uh, Honestly, I rolled out of bed this morning just to come here. (laughs) Yeah. Because I love you, and I could tell you understand, and... Being another woman in the industry, we gotta support each other. Also, side note: the past couple times I've seen you, it's been hair did, makeup yeah. on, high <laughs> heels on. Today, we are two different versions of ourselves. I'm wearing sneakers, mom jeans, and a baggy shirt, and you look. Like, I'm literally you just came in my out of bathrobe. Seven. <laughs> it's so good. I'm and no makeup and glasses. <laughs> it's great though. I have my glasses at work. I rolled too. out of bed, took a shower. And got a text being like, your Uber's arriving. And I was like, oh, crap. Um, we're going to see the big billboard after this in Dundas Square. The, like, 50-foot billboard. So I wore my Spotify hat. I like it. People, I need to see all sides of you. Yeah. The glam version of you. And I mean, I'm the still real me. Version. Yeah, Like, that's me it. as real, well, we'll say real version, but me as off version is yeah. still, it's, it's low-key in my eyes, but... To some people, it's eccentric. I love when people call me eccentric. Cause that like, is the nicest compliment someone can give you. They're like, I hope you take this as a compliment because I know it's kind of weird, but you're 
eccentric. And I'm always like, yes, I am. Thank you. I remember when I'll I was take a it. kid, people used to call me weird, and I used to hate being called weird. And then the older I got, I was like, why do I hate being called weird? Being no, weird so means cool. you're different. You're not boring. And now the adult version of weird is eccentric. So you I think, think so? if someone calls you eccentric, <laughs> that's the nice, that's such a nice thing to say. Like, you're not like everybody else. You're your own person. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. No. I mean, also today, like, I tried to take my nails off, <laughs> but, so I do an, a nail change every outfit, and I asked, well, we were in a rush yesterday for episode seven, and Becca glued my nails to me, but she put too much glue, and we are too rushed, and she was panicked, like, what do we do, what do we do? I was like, just throw it on, and we'll deal with it later, and when we were in bed, I was like, remember when we said we'd deal with it later? Like, I can't get these <laughs> off. They're glued forever. And Becca is, of course... Best friend. BFF, all the way here from Wales to come support you. Yes. On your big coming out party with the launch. Why did you want her here? We were talking last week on the phone. She was like, oh, I wish I was there. And I was just like, why don't you just come? We'll figure it out. So we did. And it's like, I had all my best friends here. All my best friends. I have two best friends. Two friends. That's all you need. Becca and Lawrence and... They're family to me, and it's a huge moment in my career, and it's really positive, and I just wanted them to experience it. And I think it's important, too, when you go through big life moments, whether it's amazing highs or amazing lows, to have your support system around you, and that support system does not need to be big. Honestly, I don't know how I would have gotten through this week without her. It's been so fun hanging out, and we've only met each other three times. What? In real life. Which is crazy. I'm sitting here looking at both of you. Like, I don't believe you for a friggin' second. But that's when you know. When you know someone's your kindred spirit, you you just, you feel it in your bones. And you don't have to see them all the time to know. Yep. We met when we were 16 at X Factor UK in Wales. And we barely spoke then. We, like, said hi to each other and sat next to each other but didn't really speak. And I remember messaging her being like, did you get a call back? And she was like, no. And I was like, me either. And then, I don't know what happened, but we literally became best friends and, like, pen pals almost. 2019 version of pen pal is FaceTime. (laughs) So, it's been great. And she does all my logos and designs, and she's a great graphic artist, Rebel Jones. and Girl squad, girl squad. Girl squad. She's sitting behind you being like... (laughs) You gotta support each other. You gotta good... It's important to have a good, strong, supportive team around you yeah and while I was watching your episode of the launch because obviously I interviewed you I, I wanted to watch it and I was amazed at your transformation in that episode mostly while you were in the recording studio you were doing your thing the guys were there being super supportive but then as soon as the girl mentors came in Mackie May and Vivi Rexa you your vibe just completely changed it's like you connected with that female energy in a way that the guys, no matter how great they are, just weren't able to offer you. That's the thing. I mean, there's so many great songs out there that are about women empowerment and everything that, weird enough, guys have written. Yeah. I think that's kind of weird. I mean, it's great. They make their money and they make their great song, but there's something about it coming from a woman a woman talking about a woman yeah. is pretty cool. Then it feels authentic. Then it feels real. And it doesn't feel like a money-making machine. It yeah. feels like, here's some art that we want to put out that means something. And I was watching something yesterday. BB posted, and she was like, if I walk into a studio and I know what I want, I'm seen as, like, 
a diva. If a guy walks into a room and knows what he wants, he's seen as a boss. And it's 100% true. If I walk into a studio, I'm like, I want this, this, and this. This is how I see this. They're like, wow, who is this girl? I never want to work with her again. But if a guy does it, they're like, wow, this is a mega hit maker. Like, this is amazing. Which is so messy. And it's so true. Becca was like, that is so true. So how do you deal with that? I mean, you're in this industry. You've been doing this for a long time. So you've probably been through your fair share of shitty experiences when it comes to that. Well, I mean, that's kind of where I fell apart in my last deal. I had so many people telling me what to do. And it's not just people. It was men. My whole team was men. My band was men. My label was men. The only person that was female was my publicist, and she was great. Love her. But everyone else was male. And that's okay. I'm not sexist or anything. Mm -hmm. They do their thing. But it's like we need more women to stand up and work. We need... We need to support women more. It's like, we need to. It's like an emergency. Come on, we need more Make it women. happen. Yeah, because now it's like I'm surrounded by beautiful women. I know who I am because I let go of everyone else. And I'm not a man hater. I remember walking into the audition, into an interview, and they were like, so, do you hate men? And I was like... I'm sorry, what? This happened recently? They, for like this week? Yeah. There, um... In my launch thing, they were like, so, do you hate men? And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't hate men. I love, like, I'm not, I, some of the best songwriters of our generation are yeah. men. Like, Justin Tranter, Ryan Tedder. Yeah. Like, who cares what gender you are, first of all? I think me saying we need to support women more is because we don't give women enough credit. It's a man's world. It is. Mm -hmm. It fully is. Look at the pres pre pre God. presidential election. Yeah. We hated hard on a woman just because of her gender. That's the only reason why she didn't win was her gender, not her emails, her gender. So with all that, with everything you've been through going forward, are you going to try to surround yourself more with women going forward? I'm looking for a manager right now, and I would love to be working with a woman yeah because there's something about it that's so powerful and it would be amazing to sit at the junos or the grammys next to my manager who's a female yeah and be like, you know we got here we got here together like we didn't need a man yeah because you don't need a man this is the thing in society we grow up knowing or being told you need to get married you mm -hmm. need to have a man you need to have a spouse and it's like, I was thinking the other day about, someone asked me, are you going to have kids one day? And I was like, honestly, I would just love to, like, have a kid by myself and be a single mom because I'm strong enough and I have enough love to give that I'd rather be a single mom than be controlled by someone else or be in something bad, you know? Yeah. Maybe that sounds crazy. It no, you got to do your thing. I know someone, I won't say her name on here, but she did that. She wanted a kid and she wanted to do it herself. So she got pregnant and she is raising that baby by herself. Not because she doesn't 
want a man, but just because she wanted to do this her way, and yeah. her way was to have the baby herself. Why not? And it's it's beautiful, and there's been so much support over her decision. Yeah. But do what you want. Yeah. We need to stop saying we need a man. You don't need a man. Everyone's like, oh, uh, are you gonna like, are you gonna quit your job and like try and find a sugar daddy or something? I'm like. I'm my own sugar daddy. Yes! Like, come on. Be. Come on. I don't need a man to be successful. I don't need a man to be happy. Um, I make, I create my own happiness and I create my own success. And everything, everything else is just a bonus. If I am to date a man, then it's just because it happened and it worked out. It's not because I need a man. Yeah. My whole concept with relationships is one plus one equals three. I'm great on my own as a one. And if mm-hmm. someone else wants to join my life, then they have to add more to it. Yes. I think one plus one equals three for a relationship is... But that's I the same with friendships, too. Yes. Because I've had so many friends that were fans and friends, and the issue being, they if, if someone doesn't add to you and make you a better person or make you want to be a better person, they're not your friend. They're not the right ones, and you need to let them go. I've let so many people go in the last couple months because I'm just like, you, A, give me too much stress. Yeah. And you're not good for me and I'm not good for you. I can't do this. So now I only have two friends, but do they ever cause me stress? Yeah. Nope. They may uh, make me lose some sleep at night for crying <laughs> all night about their boyfriends, but. Hey, you know what though? Sometimes you got to be there for your friends even if they're having oh, nightmares at night time. <laughs> What made you, like, did you know you wanted to audition for the launch? Like, this is season two. Like, how did that come Yeah, about? I don't even know if we got into it in our interviews. I don't think I talked about it, really, but I, uh, I quit music for a year after I got dropped, because I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I released an insane EP, mm-hmm. just as a project, uh, in an indie label with my friend, because I wanted something out. I was like, yeah. I'm making cool music. I just want to put it out. So I did that, and then I dated a guy in Ohio for, like, a while, like, half a year or something. Not a while. I guess that's not a while anymore. But it was lovely. It taught me how to love really hard. But in the process, I forgot to love myself. Like, I I cheated on me in the relationship, and he suddenly broke my heart. And I remember flying home and calling my friends every hour on the hour, like, I'm okay, but I feel funny. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. I don't know what's going on. And my friend just said, maybe you need extra help. And I was like, I feel like I need to go to the hospital or something, but I don't understand how to do it. Like, do I just go and go to emergency? Like, I need help. Like, I was so... It's not even that I was suicidal. It was more that I didn't know how to cope. Mm -hmm. I was like who am I if I can't even be loved, you know? Like, I just gave so much to this person. I gave them me completely, and I left everything on the table, and I literally thought I was going to marry him. Like, it was so beautiful. It was, like, it was amazing. His family was amazing. I was so in love with his family, just as equally. And I was, like, I told my brother, I was, like, you need to drive me to the hospital because I can't go to bed tonight. And he drove me, and at the hospital, I told the doctor, I was like, I have tried to leave here so many times already. He was like, well, I'm putting you on a form, so you can't leave, otherwise the police will come find you. I was like, perfect. (laughs) 
Um, and then I said, I just, he said, why do you want to leave? I said, I just feel bad that I'm taking the spot of someone who is in life or death. Like, someone in a car accident, someone who's really sick. And here I was being like, I don't know how to cope with my brain. You know, I was like, I feel like I'm taking the spot of someone away. And he was like, no, you're meant to be here. I'm so proud of you for coming in and doing the right thing. And there's always room for you here. Wow. And mind you, that was very lucky for me because I've gone back. I went back after that and nurses or doctors were like, you don't need to be here. Bye. So I got lucky when I needed it. And he admitted me. I told him I had no brain to tell him if I should stay or not. So whatever my brother said, do it. I stayed in the hospital for a week. Um, met everyone. Everyone was really lovely in there. Um, and it was cool because people saw me for me. It wasn't Michelle Tracy Armageddon. It wasn't the star. It was, oh, here's like Michelle. Who's that? Like this random, this new girl in the ward. Sure. And we had our wake up times. We had our, our nighttime, like go to bed. Um, we would eat food together all the patients in this big room we'd watch movies and I really had time to just think I didn't have my phone on me nobody could contact me I think you would wake up at 6 a.m and go to bed at 9 wow so you were there for a week yeah so when they admitted you were they able to bring clarity to what was going on like did they give you a diagnosis yeah so I so I have panic attacks and anxiety and they're crippling like it feels like my chest is so tight and I can't breathe like it suffocates me and I shut down um and so obviously for my case they were able to get me on a medication that has changed my life honestly I don't go to bed and lay in my bed for seven hours overthinking I just pass out and over time the medication works for anxiety and when I was in there a nurse said to me be selfish and restart your life. And I don't know, it was the timing that she said it that I was like, whoa, 100%. And she said, I give too much to other people and need to start giving to me. And I remember telling her, like, there's this show I want to audition for, but auditions close tomorrow. Like, can I leave? And she said, yeah, you can leave tomorrow. And what I had to do was I had to turn my location services off my phone for my ex-boyfriend. And in return, I'd get art supplies to last me through the day. <laughs> it was like you were a kid again. Yeah. It was really cool. So I turned my location off, was like, oh my god, I got art supplies. This is so cool. Like, I got to paint all day. They were really nice about it. And then I left at 3 p.m. on a Sunday, did my hair and makeup, went to Lucas Hanneman's house, my musical director. We did You Ought to Know for my audition. Mind you, I was, like, out of it completely. I was on Ativan. I was just messed up. I did this audition, and I filled out all the form, and I submitted it, like, not even an hour left till auditions closed. Wow. Wow. And the cool thing about it was because I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking, you know? Like, I really fully wrote those questions And they were so powerful because I was so out of it in a way that it allowed you probably to be really honest. I was really honest, yeah. And my guitar player was like, he told me a couple months later, he was like, 
that was the first time I really heard you and really heard you sing. And I've worked with him for since I was like 17. And he was like, there was something about that that I was like, wow, here she is. And now here I am. Like, and it all makes sense now. It's like, I had to get dropped. I had to lose my deal. I had to date this boy. He had to break my heart so that I'd go to the hospital. I had to get a job at the mall to learn about compassion and strength and and patience. And now I'm here. And the reason why in this moment I know who I am is because of all of that, because of the journey. How does it feel now that you're here? Crazy. In some moments, the, you know, this is overwhelming too. To say I know myself completely would be a lie. In some moments, I'm an anxious mess, but I can realize it, which is amazing. I can be like, like yesterday, last night, I was so overtired, and I was like, Becca, when we were at the taping, I was like, yeah. Becca, I'm having a panic attack. And she just hugged me, and she said, not now. Don't do it. She said, you're just tired. Let it go. Don't think about it. Sit in that chair and smile and do your thing. And that's what I did. But I can realize it, you yeah. know? And I just walked away from everyone and went to her, and I said, I need a hug. Just hold me. And that's it. Anxiety and panic attacks are something that a lot of people experience. A lot of really young people, too. And I mm-hmm. feel like nowadays we're starting to get to a place where feel people like feel everyone, like can obviously. talk about it mm-hmm. and it's okay to talk about it, but I still feel like there's, there's a, a lot of stigma. stigma around there's it. so much stigma I don't understand why. around it. I feel like 99% of people have it. I have uh, random bouts of anxiety, and they'll hit me in moments where yeah. I can't get hit. Like the yeah. show I did with you... One day I couldn't, I didn't sleep at all the night before. I was feeling really stressed and I didn't like clue in that I was feeling anxious and I came to work and I was shaking all day. And that episode, I barely got through every single time I'd go off, yeah. off stage. But you can't, the producer you can't told me show kind of it, what right? Becca said. She was like, I just need you to get through this. You can do this. You're good at your job. My brother always says, do it and we'll deal with it later. He's like, do your thing. We'll deal with it later. If I like fall and like break an ankle or cut cut a leg or yeah. something in my heels he's like keep going we'll deal with it later you're really sick you have the flu on stage do your show and if you need to go backstage and throw up every song do it but don't show it which is hard and nobody realizes nobody realizes, like how hard was that doing that like awful I, I came into my office and I cried for like an hour after but I got through what I had to get through and you're but so strong for doing that I don't know how you do hard. it but like doing what I do doing what you do you're in the public face people see your photos they mm-hmm. meet in person they're like this girl's so energetic so outgoing so confident and yet when you struggle you know with things like anxiety or depression or panic attacks or whatever type of mental health concern it might be a lot of those things are hidden also you never really know what triggers you like I had an interview that someone said something to me that just ruined my day and I just said to Becca I was like I hope my face didn't change I hope I stayed smiling Mm -hmm. but inside I was like I have no idea what they said to me after that yeah I just went through the motions and I was fully having a panic attack sitting in front of them being like I wish I could just text my publicist get me out of here but I couldn't you just sit there and you smile and you're like it's almost over it's got to be over soon although side note you should have a signal to your publicist 
Like, whether it's a flick of the hair, yeah. a tapping of the cap. Get me out of here. When you do need to get out, because you should always, especially because you're going to be the talent being interviewed and being in the media. You're right. You should have a way to communicate subtly that they need to wrap it up. Because their job is to make sure that you're protected. Fair. And that the information out there. Because sometimes things will happen, especially when you're getting interviewed. You don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. But. It was, you know, it's hard. It's hard being in the public eye and new things trigger you all yeah. the time. So how do you protect yourself from what might trigger you? Like, do you have self-care routines? Like, how do you unwind and make sure that you're, like, ready I listen day? to my favorite albums, and I sit in the bathtub and I sing them at the top of my lungs. Like, SZA Control. That album is great for when you're in love, when you're sad, when you're going through a breakup, when you're anxious, when you're happy. Yeah. When you want to go for a jog, when you want to walk in nature. It's, like, the best album for everything. I listen to it front to back all the time. My it album just, like that is... It changes me. Jessie Reyes' Kiddo. Yes. So good. Love That's her. my go-to. Heartbreak, love. But, right? It's, yeah. like, music changes things. Music, it's so cliche, but music saves my life over and over and over again. And I'm just, like, I just can't believe six months ago where I was and six months, six months before that... Six months before that, I, like, had plans to commit suicide. I planned everything out and was like, okay, this is it. I'm okay with this. I was ready. And and now I'm, I look back and I'm like, I'm so happy that I got the help I needed because I needed help. And, and now I can sit here and I can talk about my story and I can save lives. Are you ready for that? Because you have a massive platform. You're going to have all kinds of people looking up to you. Yeah, and it's crazy. not only are you talented and beautiful and eccentric, but you're really honest and real. And I you're think you have to making be. Making the choice. Like, I you're think, making the choice to be real. I think that's what, what didn't work the first time is I wasn't me and I wasn't real. I was a diva. I was a bad person. I was, I didn't like who I was. I treated the people around me, like, really poorly, and it's because I was too young. You get thrown in the record business, oh my god, I got a record deal, I have a top ten single in Canada, um, and I could tell the interviewers found me to be a diva, because they wouldn't call me back. Nobody wanted to talk to me, nobody cared, and it, and I didn't realize, people would tell me I was mean, like, friends and stuff, I would treat them poorly. And it wasn't until I had my breakdown that I was like, wow, I hate the person I was. And I realized the reason why I was that way is because I had a team that was bullying me and belittling me. And I had some stuff that happened to me in my childhood that I didn't get over, that mm -hmm. I didn't get help with. And seeing a therapist really helped me because I got to talk to someone about it. And it's made me so forgiving and able to close some doors in mm -hmm. my mind and be like, wow, I can live now, you know? And I admit, like, I saw some messages being like, you know, you're great and all, but I don't think you deserve to win because you've already had success. And these are new emerging artists who haven't had that yet, so it's unfair that you won. And I'm like, I understand that. I understand where they're coming from, but I deserve it just like anyone else. I... 
I, first of all, everyone deserves a second chance. You are just as deserving as any other artist. The other artists were all great. I think the thing with the show is it showcases how much talent there is in Canada. Yeah. I mean, I'm really, I feel like I'm really ready. It was my time because I went away. I learned my business. I learned, like, I feel very experienced and I'm grateful for all the mistakes I've made because I've made them and now I can, like, be like, okay, that's what not to do again. And here I am and I can do this right this time. How do you feel about younger people? Because you're still so young, mm-hmm. but even younger individuals than you looking to you for inspiration and also like learning that it's okay to deal with anxiety and panic attacks. It's hard. I personally wouldn't recommend anyone trying to get signed at 17. I feel like just be a kid and enjoy it and work hard on your craft and do every show you can, write with everyone you can. Um, put yourself out there. Like, when I was 16, I went to L.A., and my mom drove me up. My mom and my brother drove me up to Scooter Braun's house. I got out and rang his doorbell and was like, can I sing for you? They were like, get off our property. We're calling the cops. And I'm just like, do you know how persistent I am, though? (laughs) I sang with Gaga because I asked her, you know? Yeah. Go out there, put yourself out there, get doors slammed in your face, get told they're going to call the cops so you don't get off their property because, like, Everything I've done up until now makes sense now. The persistence. The way I used to stalk artists outside shows to meet them and get a photo with them and talk to them. And um, I just met Dave Grohl in the summer. Yeah, at Blues Fest. And he gave me such good advice about being a musician. And he just said, be authentic and be unapologetic and love the music. And that's really what it is. Well, it's clear you do. I feel like the song you got launched with Emotional was, could not have been more of a perfect fit for you, too. It's perfect. Lay your body under a microscope, every nerve exposed. Happy International Women's Day. Happy International (laughs) Women's Day. Okay, well, you need to probably get back to your real life. But before I let you go, I always like to ask everybody this question, because it's Mm -hmm. always, everyone gives a different answer. But I created this community, Healthy is Hot, and Healthy is Hot means something different for everybody so when I say healthy is hot what does that mean to you Hmm. healthy is hot self-care is hot Um, knowing who you are is hot loving yourself and being you and getting the help you need is hot. Health, Ew. being healthy, is comes down to self care and self love. I think. If I had a mic, I'd drop it, but I really don't want to drop my podcast. No, mic don't do it. On this ghetto. I love you, by the way. I think you're amazing and beautiful inside and out, and you have a great smile. It kills me. And your eyes are like, they're like green, <laughs> red, yellow. It's just perfection, basically. Your right? perfection. So we should hang out again, is what we're saying? Should we go to Wales? 100%. 100%. <laughs> Let's if you, go. Honestly, if you want like a retreat and you just want to relax, that is the place to go. Countryside. Go do yoga. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Also, go download Emotional. Everywhere. Right? Everywhere. Just download it everywhere. That's it. Shallow's not number one anymore, so let's put it at number one. Woo! Get to it. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. 
Once again, I'm Chloe Wild, and I just want to say a heartfelt thank you for tuning in once again. Really, really appreciate you. If you enjoyed it, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.